Happy Friday. We have almost made it through this hectic week and we need to be refreshed and recharged by our Psalms infusion to finish strong. Welcome, welcome to Psalms Cast, the place where today God's word will speak into your life from five chapters of the book of Psalms. I am Denise. As is our practice, we are diving into five chapters of the Psalms And I am excited because here the Lord speaks truth to how he cares for his beloved. Yeah, guys, those of us who choose God and his ways instead of man's folly will be blessed both in this life and in the life to come. Hallelujah. Seriously, hallelujah. Psalm 23 is where we begin our journey today as it is December 23rd. Then we will jump forward to Psalm 53, then Psalm 83, followed by Psalm 113, and Psalm 143 will be the final chapter of the day. This week we are reading from the Bible translation that is simply known as God's Word. You can find a free resource to God's Word over at BibleGateway.com if you would like to follow along with the reading. In the event that is your first time here today, welcome. We always start the day first with just a brief prayer. Lord God, we praise you for interrupting our frantic day to nourish us from your living word. How we need this right now because life is moving at a frantic pace and there are so many demands and obligations that we are compelled to do in the name of tradition. Lord, open our eyes to what matters most to you. Please place a hedge of protection around each of us and instruct your heavenly angels to deflect any and all chaos and distraction for this time. Allow us to soak in these living truths because we desperately need your wisdom, your mercy, and your grace to illuminate the path you desire us to walk today. Psalm 23, a psalm by David. The Lord is my shepherd. I am never in need. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside peaceful waters. He renews my soul. He guides me along the paths of righteousness for the sake of his name. Even though I walk through the dark valley of death, because you are with me, I fear no harm. Your rod and your staff give me courage. You prepare a banquet for me while my enemies watch. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly, goodness and mercy will stay close to me all the days of my life. And I will remain in the Lord's house for days without end. Psalm 53, a math skull by David. Godless fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do disgusting things. There is no one who does good things. God looks down from heaven on Adam's descendants to see if there is anyone who acts wisely, if there is anyone who seeks help from God. Everyone has fallen away. Together they have become rotten to the core. No one, not even one person, does good things. 
Are all those troublemakers, those who devour my people as if they were devouring food, so ignorant that they do not call on God? There they are, panic-stricken. But there is no reason to panic, because God has scattered the bones of those who set up camp against you. You put them to shame. After all, God has rejected them. If only salvation for Israel would come from Zion. When God restores the fortunes of his people, Jacob will rejoice, Israel will be glad. Psalm 83, a song, a psalm by Asaph. O God, do not remain silent. Do not turn a deaf ear to me. Do not keep quiet, O God. Look, your enemies are in an uproar. Those who hate you hold their heads high. They make plans in secret against your people and plot together against those you treasure. They say, let's wipe out their nation so that the name of Israel will no longer be remembered. They agree completely on their plan. They form an alliance against you, the tents from Edom and Ishmael, Moab and Hagar, Gabal, Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia along with those who live in Tyre. Even Assyria has joined them. They help the descendants of Lot. Do to them what you did to Midian, to Caesarea and Jabon at the Kishon River. They were destroyed at Endor. They became manure to fertilize the ground. Treat their influential people as you treated Orb and Zeb. Treat all their leaders like Zeba and Zalmuna. They said, let's take God's pasture lands for ourselves. Oh my God, blow them away like tumbleweeds, like husks in the wind. Pursue them with your storms and terrify them with your windstorms. The way fire burns a forest and flames set mountains on fire. Let their faces blush with shame, O Lord, so that they must look to you for help. Let them be put to shame and terrified forever. Let them die in disgrace so that they must acknowledge you. Your name is the Lord. You alone are the Most High God of the whole earth. Psalm 113 Hallelujah! You servants of the Lord, praise Him. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank the name of the Lord now and forever. From where the sun rises to where the sun sets, the name of the Lord should be praised. The Lord is high above all nations. His glory is above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God? He, he is seated on his high throne. He bends down to look at heaven and earth. He lifts the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from a garbage heap. He seats them with influential people, with the influential leaders of his people. He makes a woman who is in a childless home a joyful mother. Hallelujah. And our final chapter for today is Psalm 143, a psalm by David. O Lord, listen to my prayer. Open your ears to hear my urgent requests. 
Answer me because you are faithful in righteousness. Do not take me to court for judgment because there is no one alive who is righteous in your presence. The enemy has pursued me. He has ground my life into the dirt. He has made me live in dark places like those who have died long ago. That is why I begin to lose hope and my heart is in a state of shock. I remember the days long ago. I reflect on all that you have done. I carefully consider what your hands have made. I stretch out my hands to you in prayer. Like parched land, my soul thirsts for you. Answer me quickly, O Lord. My spirit is worn out. Do not hide your face from me, or I will be like those who go into the pit. Let me hear about your mercy in the morning, because I trust you. Let me know the way that I should go, because I long for you. Rescue me from my enemies, O Lord. I come to you for protection. Teach me to do your will, because you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. O Lord, keep me alive for the sake of your name. Because you are righteous, lead me out of trouble. In keeping with your mercy, wipe out my enemies and destroy all who torment me, because I am your servant. The purpose of this podcast is what you just heard, God's word from five chapters of the book of Psalms. To God be the glory as the word changes your life and draws you closer to him. I am sure that most people listening to this episode have heard a variation of Psalm 23 at some point or other in their life. This particular chapter is often spoken during memorial or funeral services of those who have left earth and entered into their eternal destination. Just hours ago, as I was working on this podcast, a friend called me to let me know that Miss Lily was no longer in this life, but that her 89-year-old body, it was ready to leave, and it had left, praise God. Our world, this side of eternity, is more bleak without her. But we do rejoice that the chariot has swung down close to earth and has carried Miss Lily home to be with Jesus. Lily was someone who allowed the Lord to shepherd her through her life in kindness and in humility. We witness God providing for her in amazing ways. So yesterday, December 22nd, I got to witness a miracle. My friend Carol has traveled some really tough terrain since January 1st. Back in 2014, her husband wanted a divorce, but they continued on to be a safe haven for a child in need. When the child left the nest, things got uncomfortable, but they stayed together because of a joint business venture. Along came 2020, and within 30 days, that business failed because it was considered non-essential. In the blink of an eye, God removed the one link holding them together. In 2022, Carol decided that for her sanity, she needed to give her spouse that divorce that he wanted. 
At first glance, it looked like it would be amicable, but an unintentional misunderstanding caused the spouse to go into an uncontrollable rage that resulted in the police being called to the scene. Carol's attorney advised her to get a temporary restraining order, which she did. She chose to leave that house and go into hiding until the divorce was finalized. During those days in limbo, she also lost her employment. Yet God was merciful as her husband wanted that house, so he paid her cash for one half of the value. This was an amazing blessing as it allowed Carol to look for a new home away from that situation. And in August, the Lord caused Carol to notice a home in the area that she was very interested in considering. The only downside was that area was about 50 miles away from us girls, her rock club. Yeah, those women who had been with her across the years. But God did make it possible for Carol to pay cash for that little house in that little town way out in the boons. At this point, Carol still did not have a job, but was living frugally off her savings. She moved into her new home on September 1st. And then an unexpected, unwanted disaster upset everything. On September 3rd, Carol's trusty beast of a vehicle started behaving badly on the expressway. She was able to take it to the mechanic shop that had been her business go-to for the past 20 years. At first, the shop thought it was X, and when that seemed to be fine, they needed to dig deeper. This took time for the specialists to assess, and each test cost more money. At first, Carol was just going to rent a car while her vehicle was getting repaired, until she and I sat down and checked prices for a small economy car. It was about $400 a week. Since I was no longer driving at night, my husband and I told her to just take my car until her car was fixed. The fix for her car was a new engine for about $5,000, and it would take about three to four weeks to be repaired. We told Carol to keep my car so that she would be able to travel for interviews in her job search. That was in mid-December. Those couple of weeks turned into a couple of months because of supply chain issues getting one tiny little switch, a switch that no one seemed to have, and there was a backlog of orders. But at that point, Carol had invested more than $5,000 already, so after praying, she decided to just wait it out. Well, in early October, Carol finally was offered a job after applying to over 100 different positions. Our employment world is so ridiculous. Everyone says they're hiring, but when one applies for a job, it's crickets. There is no more applying in person. It's all done online. But Daddy God did not allow Carol to go hungry, and he provided it was a full-time job with benefits in a retail in industry. She was doing a job that she did not know, but God provided, so she was grateful and she was humble to accept the gift and trust God to teach her how to navigate this new opportunity. 
My little sedan took her back and forth every single day. She often hesitated to call me because she felt so bad about having my car for so long. A car that would not have been getting any exercise because I'm not confident to drive anymore with the vision issues. This week, she had plans for her two days off, and at the last minute, stuff happened and her guest was unable to come. She was kind of bummed, yet God had a surprise for Carol. Yesterday, on Thursday morning, the second of her two days off, Carol got a call. Her vehicle was fixed. Honestly, after 100 days and all the challenges of that, of that part not being available, I was beginning to wonder if perhaps God had a different plan for a vehicle for Carol and if perhaps my car would be best used for her needs. Yes, see, I also run ahead of God when I start getting discouraged, even discouraged for a friend who seemed to be stuck in a hard place. Carol called me to ask if it would be possible for me to drive from Dallas in the early afternoon. That is a longer distance than I normally would do, but when she told me why, I agreed. God made an unusual way to bring Carol's vehicle back into commission for her. She picked me up at noon and we drove to Dallas. I was so delighted to take a picture of her receiving her miraculous gift from Daddy God. As I was reading Psalm 143 for you, the last 110 days of Carol's car journey flashed in front of my eyes. This year's journey has been hard and we have just kept praying. Her vehicle dying just knocked her to the ground, especially with being unemployed. Honestly, we both wondered a lot of whys and, about a, and a lot of what questions to God. Carol often wondered what lessons she needed to learn so that God would allow her to find solid ground. So many tears have been cried by both of us because starting all over again on your own learning new everything is draining physically, mentally, emotionally and spiritually. Seeing how far God has provided to get Carol out of an abusive and hostile situation, providing a safe haven while he prepared the perfect home for her in an area that she truly enjoys, providing a full-time employment with benefits in an industry that allows her to grow and thrive serving others, and now returning her faithful wheels yeah, friends, today I got to witness God's mercy, God's faithfulness, and God's love up close and personal. I am so blessed. Maranatha. Oh, Lord, you are so faithful. You are so good, providing what we need when we need it, if we will just follow you. Father, each day we humbly, gratefully thank you for your word that we explore here each day. The Psalms comfort us, instruct us, soothe and give us hope in the midst of our life journey. This gift of your word is so precious. And when we allow your word into our lives and into our being, Lord, it does change us. We are so grateful to know that you are there 
any moment of any day, no matter what the situation. You love us and you desire us to walk with you. Lord, you are our shepherd. For some of us, we did not know of you until later in life because no one instructed us in your ways. We did not come looking for you, but you gently drew us to yourself. Many of us struggle to hear you, Lord. Open our understanding of what it means to hear you, to be able to discern when we are in your presence, to savor the sweet fellowship that you provide in those interludes. We want to draw close. We want to know you in the manner that David spoke of in Psalm 23. And as we experience Psalm 23 moments in our life, Lord, help us not to keep those experiences hidden away from others, but to give us a voice so that we can share the gift of you in our life with those around us. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. So for those that are walking out this year's eight days of Hanukkah, tonight at sunset begins day six. I am posting information about each day on the Psalmscast Facebook page. And thank you, Mary Ellen, for allowing me to share your resources. Since we are in the thick of the 2022 December holiday stuff, and many of us are going to be coming, going, traveling, being around all sorts of people, friend and foe, beloved ones, and that sandpaper persons, now is a good time for some holiday reminders. I'll recap the previous six days, spots of wisdom, and then add the last one. Yes, the whole goal in sharing these is simple, just gentle reminders to help us thrive instead of just struggling to survive the days ahead. Number one, be kind to yourself. You matter, you are important, and God loves you just the way you are. Number two, be kind to your family. Remember this spot of wisdom. If you have nothing nice to say, say nothing. Number three, be patient with other people, especially when driving. Road rage often can spark, be sparked by honking a horn, or making a hand gesture. It's better to be late than to be involved in a situation or a wreck. Number four, avoid engaging with people who are angry or spoiling for a fight. Just walk away. Number five, do the unexpected in every situation. Be polite, be kind, be generous, be merciful, be humble. Number six, give thanks to the Lord for what you have right now. It could be gone tomorrow. And the new one for today is number seven, really focus on what matters. People matter. All the rest of the hoopla is just junk, chaff, meaningless. That stuff is not more important than the person who is in front of you. That stuff will not matter in the scope of eternity. It is a temporary distraction. Thank you for being here today. How are you doing? 
I know that I have asked that question every day for over a month and honestly, I really do care. The journey through November into January often has been a very emotionally volatile time in my life. For many years, I thought that it was a me problem, but then I learned that November through January have the highest incidences of death by suicide. How sad. And yet I totally understand because yes, I have gotten, I have gotten that desperate because I was not happy, holly and jolly like everybody else. That is why I ask. And friends, if you are struggling with not fitting into the holly jolly mindset, God has a word for you. Number one, you are not alone. Number two, he sees you. Number three, God is listening to your cries, the one you speak out of your mouth and the ones you keep inside of you. Number four, Daddy God wants you to know that you are very precious. You are very precious to him. Number five, it was he who created you and he has been present for every minute of your life. Number six, you matter. You matter so much that God sent his only son, Jesus, into this world to offer you a life that is worth living. Yes, Jesus took all of your stuff, all of that failure, all of the sin, and he took it on himself and he died for you. Seriously. Who else would willingly take your place to take all of your junk, put it on himself, die, and wipe your slate, your record, totally clean and offer you a brand new start and eternal life to boot? Number seven, your life has meaning. Number eight, God created you for a purpose. And number nine, God has a plan for you. This podcast, Psalmscast, was created to encourage every person listening to accept the invitation that the Lord God, the Eternal One, is extending to you personally. That's right. That invitation is personally written for you. That is why the Holy Spirit nudged you to listen today and to be listening right now. What is this invitation? It is a relationship with the only true God, the one who desires you to be with him for all of eternity, which is a very long time. And better yet, he desires to walk with you closely every single day. So yes, if you are struggling, and if the Lord is nudging you to ask for help, to ask for prayer, just do it. You are invited to call to text, or to email. I will pray for you. Others will pray for you. And you don't have to get caught up in what do I say, simple works, a name, and that you need prayer. We don't have to tell God what the problem is. He already knows. Better yet, he has the solution for you. So yes, I have a big ask that I'm asking people to pray if God nudges them. My vision I don't know what's going on with it, and I don't know what the solution is. God does, and I need help discerning what that is. And also, courage to keep moving forward when I am discouraged. 
So the PsalmsCast contact methods are as follows. To call, to text, or if you're using WhatsApp, the number is 1-470-240-1509. Emails can be sent to psalmscast at gmail.com. PsalmsCast does have a Facebook page where you can engage, ask questions, interact, and do that other social media stuff like follow and share. If you enjoyed the podcast, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And that's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. Have a blessed day and God bless. I'll see you tomorrow.